Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. We're joined today for part one of our conversation with David Braun. Over the past 25 years, David has helped found a church, a leadership school, all the while training and teaching believers in their new identity. When he's not co-ministering with his wife and four daughters, he enjoys sports and being in nature. Most recently, he's put together a new book, and that book is called Are We All Cannibals? It's a very interesting story, and today on Connections, he'll share why he put this book together, where the idea for it came from, and he'll share a little bit about his own personal journey. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by David Braun. He is the author of a new book set to be released in the very near future called Are We All Cannibals? So you have a really interesting project, David, that I stumbled upon on Facebook the other week, and I thought this is a conversation we need to have. Your new book, Are We All Cannibals? Uh, It's kind of new and it isn't. Tell us how this came to be. Okay, yeah. So uh, it it really came about... Uh, over 10 years ago, back in 2010, I had a dream. Uh, I was pastoring a uh, church in, in Manitoba and had been pastoring for, for pretty much close to a decade at that point. And, uh, and just a little backstory on where I was. I was dealing with all kinds of toxic challenges, uh, you know, amongst parishioners and, you know, relational discord and backbiting and all this. So this was percolating up in in my life. I had my, my education background is, uh, you know, um, in conflict resolution. I was a certified mediator. So you'd think that I would feel pretty comfortable and confident to just step (laughs) in as a pastor, but I was coming to the end of myself and having a bit of a personal question growing in my heart. Like what is going on? How do you deal with this feeling the insecurity the uncertainty, the anxiety rolling up in me. And you could call it a pizza dream. I think God was speaking to me. And I had a dream in 2010 where uh, Jesus was, was talking to me in the dream. And he said uh, he was sad and, and uh, you know, shedding a tear. And he said, David, um, my people are, are functioning like social cannibals. And I'd never heard that that. I'd never formulated that idea of social cannibals and what is social cannibalism? You know, this is 10 years ago. It didn't make sense to me. And so uh, in my dream, I asked him, what is social cannibalism? And he said, it's where my people are, are, are consuming each other for life as opposed to moving to me, my blood, my body. And, and then he spoke to me about some other things in my life. And, and so I woke up and I was just, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge dreamer, but I, I have pizza dreams where nothing makes sense, right? And it's just like, you know, one moment you're a mushroom and the next moment you're, you know, <laughs> flying in the clouds. It doesn't make any sense, right? But, but this was a dream where it was clear, it was 3D, it was articulate. And I, I woke up totally convicted. And I, was, I saw the whole, the view of people and the relational toxicity completely different. And I was convicted in my own heart as I went through watching myself going, I think I'm, I'm feeding on relationships too here. And there's dysfunction underneath the surface, uh, you know, that's growing. So that was the starting point, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, in terms of the title of the book. And 
by the way, in that dream, Jesus said to me in that, you know, he said, someday you're going to, you're going to write and you're going to teach people. And I, I woke up, I, I saw no, I didn't see a bridge or a path or I wasn't even inspired. I was at that point in my pastoral journey, exhausted and ready to check out. Where's the door? How can I get out of here? And, and so God had me on a process. And so you, you followed the start of that process and you began writing this book, Are We All Cannibals? Did you f- complete the manuscript or are you doing it now? You just it, did it now. It, it's done. It's edited. And, and we're, we're moving towards a, a launch date, uh, you know, uh, at the end of March, uh, probably Mar- the, the, the week of March 22nd. So what I find really interesting, you said that dream came in 2010. And it started this long process. And here we are in 2021. And I just find the way we are right now with everything that's going on within the church, I just see this heightened so much eating one another, biting one another. I kind of feel like God started you on this journey long ago, knowing that it was for a different time. Well, to your point, Mike, and, and that's a good that's a good thing to note because I finished this manuscript in 2017 and I was like, okay, now's the time. Right. And, and, and the, the kind of the content of the book is about, uh, is about learning to, to get our security from father God as our, as our personal dad. And when we don't have our, our needs met as kids, as his kids, Mm. we, the insecurity and uncertainty leads towards finding other avenues to meet those needs that are toxic. And so I, at that point in 2017, had had a, well, it's going back a few years, I'd had a dramatic encounter with God as Father, which revolutionized the way that I did church and the way that I saw myself as a believer and others. Um, So by 2017, when I was like, okay, I guess I got the manuscript, we need to get this out there. And I felt Father God say, wait. And I was like, okay, wait, I'm not sure. I I poured my, 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 you know, my heart into this. And yet I just didn't have a piece. So I put it on the shelf and, and quite honestly, kind of, I wouldn't say forgot it, but kind of saw it as a distant, oh, this is a legacy for my kids. And maybe someday I'll put it out there whenever, you know, when I got some free time. And then this last August, I had a, a good pastor friend of mine who I had given the manuscript a few years ago, who it had just turned his heart upside down and actually refreshed him to go back into, into his ministry he came to me and he said, David, I'm not telling you what to do, but would you pray about putting this manuscript out into the body of Christ? Because right now there's a feeding frenzy and we all need, you know, the message that's in that book. It's changed my life. Would you consider? And of course, my wife got in my, and if you've seen her on our Facebook page, she's a real cheerleader. And, and so I just went to the father and I said, dad, like, what are you, what are you saying? And, and I felt like he was saying, yeah, now's the time. So I had to be awakened and and uh, kind of said, okay, now's the time because I had kind of kind of left it on the shelf. So, yeah. What I really like about this book, though, too, is the title. The title captures you. The visuals that come along with it capture you, and you think because when I first saw this on the calendar, when Mike had put this on the calendar, I looked I'm like, what is this? And I was intrigued. So, why did you just go with are we all cannibals instead of social cannibals or, or anything else? Great question. Um, yeah. So, um, so I really struggled with the title of this book. And so in 2017, I, I, the original title I was thinking would be father blind. Right. Uh, and because it, it kind of speaks to 
Uh, well, I'm a third generation pastor, you know, the typical biography of getting saved when I was four, the whole nine yards. And so, and I had a great relationship with my dad. He was a pastor and never went to a rebellious stage, but I didn't, through that whole journey, I just assumed I didn't have father issues. And um, as you hear, you know, as we go on, some of that content in the book about encountering God as my father really was impactful. But I, I, when I had the father blind title, um, the, 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 the book is, is kind of a mesh of my own story. And then some of these social cannibalistic behaviors that we find in the Bible, there's actually four types that I, that I walk through with readers and that we see in modern day, they're actually acceptable in, in, and kind of like, well, that's just the way I roll, but are actually an overflow of, of a relation of a non uh, dependency on Father God. And so um, I had to kind of lay that title down. And, uh, and when, and when my, my pastor friend and my wife too, when they came to me, they said, David, like this, you know, I, I write it in the introduction, the, the dream. They're like, this is social cannibalism all around us. And people need to be awakened to how this, you know, these, ex, you know, expressions of social cannibalism are hurting people. And so the, 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 the question, are we all cannibals, really gives the reader, the potential readers, a chance to ask that question of themselves first. Mm-hmm. We all need to not come to a preconceived idea of, well, you know, Jill down the street and John at yeah. the end of the pew, they're the ones that are real social cannibals. Yeah, you're convicting <laughs> me right now because I was like, I, I have so many people that need to read this book. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I need to read it, I think. <laughs> you know, and, and that was me. And so I go into a lot of vulnerability in the book about the four expressions of cannibalism, social cannibalism. And I walk the reader through how Father God rescued me and how he's still rescuing me. Uh, I, I, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, we see it heightened right now, but I guess really it is nothing new, right? Like you go back to Genesis and Cain and Abel. Why did that whole situation happen? Because of not relying on Father God, right? Yeah. It yeah. was all about that. Wow. Totally. And 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 that's the, you kind of lead into, Mike, the whole premise of, you know, in, in the Garden of Eden, they, you know, Adam and Eve were connected. There was no barrier of sin to know God as Father. And we know that the Trinity is Father, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There was this union, but when that was cut, the ability for for the human race to see God as Father was really, you know, Mm. veiled. And so the whole Old Testament up until Jesus are biographies of orphans that never had access. They knew God as kind of a, you know, way out there, but to know God as like a personal father. And I think the, the the term father in the Old Testament, God as father, is only mentioned in 2,000 years of history, 15 or nine, between 15 and 20 times. But in the New Testament, in 100 years, it's over 250 times. Very interesting. So Jesus said, no one comes to the father except through me. So everyone before Jesus didn't even have the ability to know if the Father God is, is a personal, intimate, that, that connection that you and I maybe sometimes take for granted. Now, over the past week or so, uh, since I first stumbled upon your Facebook page, like I've been watching your videos and stuff, one of the things that really sticks out is you're not 
coming at Christians with a stick to beat us and say, smarten up. It's very uh, gentle approach and invitational approach. Let's stop and think together. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe Mike, uh, in my past uh, pastoral years, there could have been more of a, there could have been a, a stick, but honestly, <laughs> dude, like meeting uh, father God has transformed my heart and, and, uh, and is still. And so I, I feeling his gentle connection and his wooing and his correction. I I'm just learning to reflect that in the way that, that I approach people out there. Uh, people, you know, us as, as, as the family of God and believers out there, we're not going to change through condemnation, through attack, through blaming and finger pointing, because that's kind of a, a demonstration in, in some regards, not always, of social cannibalism. It's that finger pointing, that blaming, that, you know. Yeah, I think one of the things I struggle with the most, like that grieves me the most right now is just in, over this last year, the church, the body of Christ is such an opportunity to witness to the rest of the world with through our love and our service, right? And I don't always see that. And maybe it is happening more, but I'm just not paying attention to it, right? I'm blinded. By the negativity out there yeah i mean that's why we, we we've started the snacks for the soul and on our are we all cannibals facebook page a lot of the videos are are just sharing common you know challenges of fear uncertainty anxiety that we're we're all kind of going through and 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 throwing up questions of of how how are you how are you engaging this how are you dealing with this um because because my past Christianity was about managing the anxiety. And as I've learned to walk with father God, it's not about managing a problem. It's about staying close to a person. Hmm. And there's a big difference, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, managing is about me being the manager. I'm in charge as opposed to being a child coming and sitting on dad's lap, taking my little hand in his big hand and saying, Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and watch tomorrow for part two of our conversation with David Braun.